Lisa Denae Live starts now, only on Stunner Radio, the heart and soul of the culture. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Lisa Denae, and it is Friday, October 15th, OMG. We are halfway there, you guys. We're halfway through October. We have a wonderful show for you guys tonight. It is the Boss Up Edition. And you know we got the Boss Up Boot Camp coming up here in Houston, Texas. So I had to bring the boss, the biggest boss besides Rick Ross. Lisa the Boss Lady is here tonight. And we have a very special guest, Quisha Hamilton. She's going to be one of the vendors the wonderful vendors that's going to be at the Boss Up Boot Camp. You guys, you cannot miss this event. It's going down next Saturday in Houston, Texas. So if you're in Houston and surrounding areas, I hope to see you there. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to um, shout out the fact that it is October. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And that is why I have on my purple lips just in honor of domestic violence awareness. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in um, in a little bit of greater detail further in the show. You know we got to give a shout out. I love our listeners. Thank you all so much for tuning in with us. We have a new country that popped up this week listening to us here on Spina Radio. And that is none other than Zimbabwe. Hello, Zimbabwe. I'm so happy that you guys are with us. You joined us this week. I hope that you will join us every week and just, you know, be here with us. And I, I just appreciate you guys so much. Want to give a shout out to the Down for the Underground Awards for the nomination for Sun Radio. And I got to tell you later about another event that Sun Radio is going to be a part of. But before we do any of that, I'm going to introduce my guest for tonight. Gonna take a quick break, you guys, and we'll be right back with my very special guest, Lisa the Boss Lady and Quisha Hamilton. Now don't go nowhere. We'll be right, right, right back. This show was sponsored in part by Flat Fee Tax Prep and Services, offering quality tax preparation, serving clients nationwide. For more information, visit www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hey, I told you we would be right hey. <laughs> We are right back, and I have two beautiful, wonderful, special guests with me tonight. None other than y'all know who it is. Lisa the Boss Lady, big hair, don't care, in the building. Hey, hey, oh, the big boss. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Friday, y'all. I like to say Friday. Yeah, yeah. Here Fri-yay. comes the weekend. And y'all, we are one week away from the Boss Up Boot Camp. And I'm so, so, so excited. I got my bags today, the swag bags, and I'm about to start stuffing them like crazy bananas. And it's so crazy. I have to stop myself from stuffing these bags. Y'all get so, so many goodies in the swag bag. So I'm excited about everything we got going on. I'm excited about my beautiful cousin on the screen. Miss Quisha Hamilton. Yes. Yes. Hey, how's everyone? From Glamorous Trendsetters. I love the name. I love the name. Thank you. Thank you. So, Quisha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I first started doing, well, I first started in shoes only. And then back in 2013, and then I just elevated because I like fashion, period. So I just elevated and started doing clothes, styling people for different events. And now I have my own boutique coming 2020. In 2020, yeah, right right in the middle of the COVID, right before COVID, actually. And so I'm still doing good, thank God. Okay, that's a wonderful story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you might have a, another talent there because when you were talking, it sounded like you had a little voice. You said, I started my own boutique. I love <laughs> Don't tell I'm me that because I'm always thinking I got a little, little something, something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. You guys are so much alike. You really, oh, really? are. Yes. That's what's up. Well, you know, I used to own a boutique several years ago. It was called Glam Life. Okay. And so we both do like glamour. Clearly. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love fashion. Yes. So and Lisa, hair. 
and nails. I usually have oh. my nails done, but I'm getting a little break. <laughs> yes. Any, and I do nails day. as well. Oh, you do nails also? Mm-hmm. Oh yep, God. I tap in it. Mm-hmm. The total package. Okay. So I want to say that the Bustle Boot Camp is such a huge deal because we all know as entrepreneurs that nobody really sits you down and say, don't do this, but do this. Avoid this. Don't go, don't do this. If you get stuck, here's where we can help you. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm excited about the boss up boot camp because it's so needed because entrepreneurs, nobody really knows how hard it is to be an entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. I mean, it is no joke. People see the glamour side. They yep. see Oh, you got, they feel like you got, oh, you got a little change. Oh, she getting her coins. Oh, she busy. Oh, she got another location. Oh, she got this and she got that. But what they don't see is the, the long night. The struggle and the struggle <laughs> and the stress behind yes, it all. Yes. yes. The sacrifice. The night. And what you said is true. And when you do get stuck as an entrepreneur. And yes. sometimes you, you hit a, you hit a wall in your business and it's very difficult, especially as black business owners and black mm-hmm. women to get help because it seems like for some reason, people don't want to help you. They don't want to tell yeah. you to help you. So Lisa, what made you want to do the boss of bootcamp? What exactly what you just said, because nobody wants to go out there and help the next person. Nobody wants to say, here, do this. No, don't do this. Let's do this. And then if they do, they say it in a way to tear you down. They say it in a way to discourage you. What I'm that's not my way. My way is never, you know, to discourage anybody, never to tear anybody down. I am the sunshine bringer. I am the cheerleader. So (laughs) I want to tell you what to do in a way that's going to be constructive to you. And one thing that the gift that I possess is understanding. I understand your side. I understand my side. And I can I can find a way for us to meet in the middle so that we can get an understanding and everybody can walk away successful. And that that's what the purpose is, for everybody to be successful, for people to learn the skills that nobody else is willing to share and nobody else is willing to tell you. And a lot of people, they feed into this mentality where, oh, this is oversaturated, that is oversaturated, oh, this is this and this is that. Everybody can eat. I don't care if we all out here booking travel. Everybody can eat. I don't care if we all out here doing makeup. Everybody can eat because what you do and what I do is two different things. And I don't want for that to be perpetuated where people keep discouraging other people, dragging other people down. We need to get this information out there and we need to do it in a way that we're not making somebody's crown fall off while we're straining it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And I so. really I really like what you said about people saying things are oversaturated. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think we really know how many people there are in the world. There's millions and billions of people. We don't need to worry about, especially now in the age of internet marketing. I mean, your customers are all over the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm not competing with you for your neighbor. You can have your name, you know what? Mm-hmm. You, have your church members, you can have your, your book club, you can have all them people. I'm not competing with you <laughs> to get your clients. And I and I love what you said because even where we live in Houston, Texas, there's over a million people just in Houston. Yeah. I, I mean, we don't need I I'll just give me a hundred thousand of those people. <laughs> Y'all can have the rest, you know what I'm saying? That part. Yeah, just give me a hundred thousand. We good. Well, your customer is going to find you. And that's what people need to understand. I can't steal your customer. I can't do that. If I'm providing a service that they like better, they're going to find me. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, yeah, that is true. That is true in in a lot of cases. But, you know, I think, unfortunately, you can steal somebody's customer. (laughs) (laughs) Because if their quality is not unknowingly, unknowingly, but but it's, it's not. It's kind of like stealing somebody, man. If he was stole, maybe he wasn't yours. And and if he was able to be stolen, then how? What value is he of to you? Because mm-hmm. if you can steal my customer, then I'm not doing something right, or that customer, I don't need that. Yeah. And we know that customer service nowadays is lacking. And it is. Unfortunately, people have to learn professionalism. They have to learn customer service. 
they have to learn that your business don't survive without your clients or your customers. Exactly. It's not survive. And I've been having some of my customers I've been having since I started in 2013 up to now in 2021. So wow, that's great. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm really blessed about that part. That means you're doing something right for sure. Yeah. Do you have uh, that? Do you have a problem as far as the negativity? Um, that comes with owning a black business and um, thinking like a lot of times that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, they give up and they get discouraged because the next black woman is, oh, she thinks she are doing this with her little and they are good for the little, her little this, her little that. So do you, have you had, have you had any problems with that? Actually, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't had any negativity, but I did, um, at one point I did stop or I'm not, I'm not going to say I stopped, but I did slow down and I started back because I'm in the medical field as well. And the reason why I got back in actually is because of my customers and my clients was, you know, texting me every day or inboxing me on social media and like, hey, Quisha, what's up? You're not posting anything different. You're not, what's, are you still in business or what? So that made me like, okay, they really, you know, they could love me. They really messed with me. So let's, so I just stopped the medical field altogether. And I just went full fledged into my business. So. So I'm blessed about that point. And no, I have to answer your question. No, I haven't had any negativity. So that's that's good. That's definitely a blessing. I can't say that. Yeah, it is a blessing. I can't say that. I haven't had any of that. I, I have some copycats, but I am a trendsetter. So I just look at it like that. So I am a glamorous <laughs> trendsetter. So I'm setting trends for the next person. So Mm-hmm. And I don't think it would bother you if you did. If they did do that to you, I don't think it would bother you. I think you would be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. Oh, okay. Then I had to say, okay, but you are a trendsetter. So you're setting trends out here. So, hey, go ahead. Because we all well, different. Well. We all sell different things. We all have different styles. And, hey, so. Let's get into that for a minute. So Because I want to be honest about the fact that when I first started doing business, I didn't like it. I didn't like it when a person that I knew who had no interest in what I was doing before I started doing it, decided all of a sudden they want to do it. Yeah. Now, I feel that. I've at been first there. I didn't like that. I, I was just yep. like, get your own path, you know, get your yep. own life. Why you got to do what I do? But then as I grow, grew older and started to mature, I realized that some people don't know what to do with their life. And sometimes they are looking at you for direction. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, they're not you, so they can try it, but it may not necessarily work for them or how it's working for you. Exactly. Right. And I can agree with that. Most yeah. definitely can agree with that. Because my husband actually had to tell me, like, hey, like you said, I was like, he was like, but you are a trendsetter. I said, there you go. That's the mastermind frame I'm going to keep right there. I am a trendsetter. So they trending off of me. <laughs> so I mean, you I'm have to. Me. You that's have to look I at it that way. Yeah, I did. I did have to look at it that way because I was starting to get a little salty, like when this occurred. So, but at the end of the day, like you said, you know, people are looking at what you're doing and they thinking it's coming easy, I guess, because I'm I'm making it look easy, I guess. But so that's just, you know, they have to find out they're on their own. You come to me with questions or I even have people come to me and be like, um, what vendors do you use? I'm looking like, are you serious? You'll never know what vendors I'm using ever. Just like I went and did the research. You have to do the research. Nothing got handed to me. I started from the scratch and hey, I'm, I'm with it now. I do see that a lot. I see a yeah. lot of people asking for vendors and I see a lot of people um, refusing to share their vendors. Um, I agree and disagree um, on both sides because mm -hmm. I don't think that it would hurt anybody to share their vendor because you, st it's still, you still do what you do and they still do what they do. So what you do is going to be different. But at the same time, it just like it wasn't handed to you. Some sometimes you have to have some kind of accountability to put pull your boots on and do some work. Exactly. You know, so I understand that part, but I don't see a problem with you know helping the next person. I wouldn't say hand them the vendors, but I would tell them where to look. Oh yeah, I, I tell them where to look, but I won't handle my vendors. That's not that I'm not doing. I think but I'll, me, I'll give them some 
corners, but just as far as letting them know exactly where my vendors coming from, no, because I went dig deep and deep for my vendors. Yeah. I think for me, I, I I share my vendors, certain vendors, when I had my boutique. Yeah, certain vendors. I shared yeah. certain vendors because A, I knew you don't have the buying power that I have, so go ahead. Yeah. And B, I knew it's a wholesaler, so you got to have your licensing in place. That go too, ahead. and I do let them know that. Mm-hmm. Don't contact them. So I really wasn't worried about it, but I did share because I felt like if you're willing to put the work in and the money behind it, you can work with this vendor. But it ain't the type of vendor that you're just going to go buy one per, one item. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it don't work like that. So mm-hmm. I would share those type of vendors because I already knew the person that was asking was just trying to get a better price than what I was selling it for. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I did not understand. Yeah, you can get a wholesale price, but you're going to have to buy 30 of them. Yes, so go, right. go right on ahead, ma'am. <laughs> you know? And a lot of people mm-hmm. don't understand that. A lot of people don't understand the nature of business. A lot of people, they think that they can cut a corner and they end up putting themselves in a bad spot trying to cut that corner, trying to cut out, you know, the the person that is in business, trying to cut out the middleman per se. And you end up in a bad spot. I see it all the time, especially with travel, because, people, oh, I found it cheaper on Expedia, but I was in an airport and this guy, um, I was trying to get on a flight standby because <laughs> I wanted to go home. <laughs> and and um, he was standing there just cursing the gate agent out, like cursing her out, like really, really bad. You're, you do a horrible job. You're just, and he oh, was gosh. cursing, saying these things. And he's towering over this lady. And I'm just looking at him like, I'm, I'm, I'm scooting over to the, <laughs> to the right <laughs> every time he says something. And she says, sir, you did it through Expedia. I can't touch it because it was Expedia. I can't touch it. Mm-hmm. Well, my flight was canceled, and and you're you're the people who were uh doing the flight, and she was like, but you you booked it through Expedia, and they canceled it. I can't touch it because you booked it through Expedia. Mm-hmm. And so when he calmed down, I told him, I said, sir, don't do that anymore. Don't book through Expedia because when you go to the supplier, they can't help you. Only Expedia can help you, and they just told you that you have to wait three business days. Right? That's what's gonna happen. So when people do those types of things, try to bypass you because they wanted a cheaper price or whatever, they end up either realizing that what you do is not just no little business Mm -hmm. and that what they tried to do didn't help or didn't hurt anybody but themselves. Right. So I don't, that's why I don't see, I don't see the harm in it, but I also, I believe that people do need to learn the the value of hard work because exactly. people are, are handing people too many, too many things. Exactly. And that's how I feel. I mean, like I said, I don't have a problem with, you know, giving you pointers or just, you know, telling you how to get started, but I'm just not just finna, I'm just sorry. I'm just not finna hand you over. I mean, I had, I'm not going to say I never did, but it's probably a vendor that I first started with. I don't even use anymore. I'm just going to say that. But as far as my upcoming new vendors, no, I'm not I'm not sharing my vendors, no. Because I just feel like no one handed it to me and I'm not handing it to you. And, um, but like I said, I will, you know, take you step, step by step and letting you know, hey, you need to do this and you need to do that, ABC, but I'm just not gonna go straight, give you ABC and you don't have to work for it. You gotta work for it. Well, you'll, I think you'll, like you'll, you'll respect your business more if you work for it. Yeah. It's like Lisa said, sometimes people want to cut corners. Exactly. And they look at it as if, oh, she's selling clothes or she's selling accessories or she's selling jewelry or whatever you're selling. Oh, I could just buy it and sell it too. And that is couldn't be further from the truth. Exactly. You need to know what you're doing. You need to have a business plan. You need to know who your target market is. You need to know mm-hmm the trends, the current fashion trends. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to sell and what's not. Or you'll waste your money buying stuff that ain't nobody buying no more. Mm-hmm. So it's more than to it just than just buying something and reselling it. And I think exactly. that's the unfortunate part of people trying to get into stuff. They don't even know the back part of it. They just see mm-hmm. the front line. Oh, she she's vending at this event. She's getting a lot of sales. I think I want to do that too. So I think that's why I'm, I'm happy and excited about the Boss Up Bootcamp. Because it'll give people more information about what's really happening and what's really going on and why they're stuck, why they're not successful or why their business is not growing. Because unfortunately, we do make it look easy, but it's not easy. Mm -hmm. At all. (laughs) It's not easy at all. At all. 
So Quisha, tell us a little bit about your your um your boutique. What sets your boutique apart? And what would you say to someone who's looking for what you're selling? What would be your pitch and, and how do you um see your boutique? Well, I personally personalize in one-piece and two-piece sets because uh, I think it's just easier to, um, you know, just easier instead of you just uh, finding a shirt here and the pants there. So I, because I love, actually, I love jumpsuits and one-pieces one and stuff like that. So that's what, um, you see some of the stuff in the background. So that's what I usually do. And I uh, also do... Um, regular size and I do plus size as well um I try to get um the same thing as as uh or you know an average size woman and a plus size woman so I try to get the same type of style so you know it won't be like oh you know like I wish I can wear the girl you can it's right here at the boutique you can wear it. I got it in your size that's my, my favorite thing I got it in your size trust and believe me I do no discrimination. Oh, I work. I work with all sizes of women, and I love working with all sizes of women. And I love for women to feel beautiful when they put my clothes on. I want you to feel glamorous. I want you to feel like when you step out, like hey, you stepping out in the world, and the world is looking at you, and the world is yours. I just, I just, that's why I came up with the name glamorous because I like for my customers to feel glamorous, glamorous and beautiful. Yes. So, and I love odd things. So mostly the things that I get is odd. So you can't just go like to any store and just purchase it because it's different and it's odd. It's unique. So, yeah, it's unique. Yeah. So what is your price point? My price point? I didn't hear you. Your price point. What are your price points? For um, like an average two-piece set or an average jumpsuit? Um, they can range between $20 to $70. So I try to stay like in a, you know, where everyone can can buy. I'm not going to lie. I have some, some pieces that's probably, you know, maybe $80, maybe $100 almost. But for the most part, it's, it's pretty reasonable. Like start from $20 and up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so if you guys are out there and you're going to be at the Boss Up Boot Camp, you need to stop by Glamorous Yeah, stop by. <laughs> Glamorous Trendsetters. Trendsetters. Yes. Yes, so I need to stop by her, her have booth. sales, like from $5. Sometimes they have stuff for $1.75, so yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. I think you're muted. I think you're muted, Lisa. I did do that. <laughs> I've looked at some of the stuff and it is, some of it is very like glamorous, like glam type. But some of it, I like it. It's like regular trendy, like little cute little outfits as casual. Mm -hmm. yeah. I really like your stuff. And I like Thanks the fact you. that you do have like every size. Mm -hmm. Like you you can't accommodate everybody. The big girl stuff go fast, but yes, it does. <laughs> Actually, it does. It really does. It really does, and it's surprising. It really does. Well, you know, it's, a of, it's a lot of big women in Texas. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we want to be cute too. That's the way I say. <laughs> Not big. Sexy baby. I love it. I love it. So I want to talk a little bit about um, the Boss Up Bootcamp, Lisa, because I think that people may think, oh, I, I don't need that. I'm already in business. So why, why would I need to go to that? So just like Quisha, sell it to, to people. Just like I asked her, what would you tell to a potential customer? What would you say to somebody who says, I don't really need that. My business is doing fine. Why would I come to this event? Um, the main thing that I need for everybody to understand, especially if you're an entrepreneur, is you never stop needing training. You don't ever want us to feel that you're at that place where, oh, I don't need that. If you feel that way, you need it because you it doesn't matter how much you know, you can always know more. And if you're the smartest person in a room that you're sitting in, then you need to find yourself another room because that room <laughs> is not going to grow you. You need you always have to be learning and moving and doing something. Hey, 
<laughs> and so you you can always learn more and more and more. And something that I've learned, um, you know, you guys know I do travel. We have a meeting every Thursday. And this meeting has been every Thursday since 2015, right? And I used to go to that meeting every Thursday for two years straight, every Thursday. And you know, they said the same thing <laughs> every, every Thursday. But now I can tell you that thing in my sleep. Now, mm -hmm. when somebody asks me a question, I can answer it. But we also had guest speakers come. And when somebody different comes to sell you the same thing, they say it a different way. Maybe mm -hmm. you can get it a little different. Maybe the next person can get it a little different. So what I say, you may not get. Or what right. you have been listening to, you may not be getting. But what I, the when I say it, you may say it, you may hear it different. When Lisa right. says it, you may hear something different. And not only that, well, not only will you hear something different, but what you, you'll be able to tell your customer something different. You'll be able to tell your customer another point of view or another way, because maybe you've been driving your customers away and they don't say anything. Maybe right. they are your customers out of a sense of loyalty or because that you do have that thing that they like, but they, your, your, um, your personality leaves something to be desired or your customer service leaves something to be desired. You have no idea what you're going to hear. So never, ever stop learning. Hey brother, my brother Sam is watching. Hey yes, brother. Hey Sam. Hey. So yeah, um, I agree with you. You can never stop learning. Learning, yeah. Never stop getting tips and pointers. It's exactly. just like you feel like they don't need to go to parenting classes. Now, I will say this: some parenting classes don't be about nothing. They be telling you the basics, <laughs> and you're like, "What? I've been through that." But <laughs> you never stop learning as a parent, and it's the same with a business because I don't know about y'all, but my business is my baby. So nice too. I look nice at too. It, yeah, I look at it just like my baby. So. I don't care how much I think I know. I'm always trying to do more, learn right. more, do better, and grow my baby. So I always look for greater opportunities to learn more. So that's why I wanted to be a part of the Boss Up Boot Camp. And that's why I think it's important for people to attend. Even so, if you went to yeah, somewhere, that, that tra a training that you that was a sorry training, it was a sucky training, right? You still learned at least one thing. It does yeah. not matter whether whether the training was horrible or not. You still learned that one thing, even if that one thing was don't go to that training anymore. You still <laughs> learned one thing, and that's something that we need to understand. You know, in every situation that we're given, you learn something, whether you liked it or not. And most of the time when you don't like it, that's when you learn the most. Yeah. yeah. And not to mention the fact that you're always in a position to meet people when you go to places like this. Yeah. You go to a place where, you know, other business people are going to be there. You need to be there. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. you never know who's going to be not just your next customer, but might, maybe your next sponsor. Maybe, right. Exactly. You know, somebody who can put you on to something even bigger and better. That's mm -hmm. not on the program. It could be somebody who's just an attending, you know, somebody's attending the event. So that's why I tell people don't ever miss the opportunity to network, find new clients, find new customers. And then, you know, especially for our vendors, even if you have people that are saying, oh, I don't I don't have the money today. I know I've gone to shows and I didn't have the money. And I was like, girl, I want that bag. Can I have your bag, your card? Because exactly. I really do want that bag. And I would contact the people and say, hey, I'm going to get two of them bags now. I got a little change. So right. even for the vendors, you never miss the opportunity. You, you always want to make contact with customers and potential customers. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you, these swag bags are going to have business cards from every person that's there that has a card. <laughs> if you have a card, we're going to stick it in there. So you're going to be okay. able to work with so many businesses. Um, if I have a couple of people that say they have samples, so I might have a little something for you in the bags too. So you can even try, you know, some of the products, you know, I like the stuff bags. <laughs> I love to put goodie bags together. <laughs> so I just feel like we need the people need to know that when you come to the Boss Up Bootcamp, it's not about 
us getting in front of you and patting ourselves on the back and saying, well, you know, I'm Lisa Denae and I own Stunner Radio and I've done this, that, and the third. No, it's about us being real and telling you, look, this how I I did A, B, and C. Yeah. Because, I mean, because we know as entrepreneurs, me and Lisa, the boss lady, LaFlower, Miss Cat, all the people that are going to be speaking, we know for sure how hard it is. We've been there. We're still there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's where the purpose is. You know, because a lot of us, you know, we people do do they do that a lot. And it's annoying. Like I'm in a few multiple multi-level marketing, you know, opportunities and they get up there and yes, I make six figures and all I do is wear red bottoms and Burberry and Brain Trevor. And, you know, no, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking no. about is how you got there exactly. to those red bottoms and that and that Range Rover and to let you know that that is not what defines you because you can be a leader, you can be a six figure earner, but if the people under you are not eating, you are not a boss. If your team is not eating, you're not a boss. I agree, I agree, I agree with that. So we want to be a boss. Well, if your team is not eating, you may have to work on some of your boss techniques because Mm -hmm. if you got a team, you a boss. Because I'm sorry, it's hard to build a team. Uh, it you have people it, who it really it is. Yeah. But see, everybody on your team, you might have to tweak your boss techniques because everybody on your team don't want to feed themselves. And mm-hmm. a true boss can't be. That's a little different. Cannot spoon feed you. I'm the spoon feed you. So, that's okay. right. You, if, that's- I give, if I set the table and I put the meal before you, you got to eat on your own. So mm-hmm. I agree with you, and I know what you're saying. You can't be all at the top and everybody else starving. Then right. yeah, you're not a boss, you're a pimp. But yeah. if you <laughs> have a team, and you, I mean, I'm just creeping real. I've been both. I'm just saying. If you you got to reach your hand back down. You gotta, you gotta pull, you know, pull them back with you. Now, if you reach your hand back down and they won't take your hand, that's that's something completely different. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if I'm if I'm telling you come sit at my table and eat, and you well, what you got? You ain't got this at your table. You said you were hungry, or mm-hmm. not, not even that. You know what I what I see a lot, and the reason why I don't just take anybody on my team is the fact that. It's people that want to say, oh, I see all the food. Can you put it in my mouth? Can you feed me? Can you right. chew it for me too? Look, I ain't mm-hmm. got time for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, me can't eat I can provide what the, the sustenance for we all can eat, but I cannot hold your hand and I cannot spoon feed you. That's a fact. And I think that's, that's part of business and that is part of the coaching that we're going to be doing at the Boss of Boot Camp because I think, unfortunately, social media have made people lazy. And they feel like, well, I'm I agree with that. Business. I'm posting my business every day. Posting? That ain't enough. No, it's, it's not. Everybody posting their business. You got to exactly. go after your, what you want. You have to go after it. You have to put your yourself in front of your clients in more ways than one. Not just social media. You got to do it in person. You yep. got to do it through email. You got to make some phone calls. It's a whole lot that you have to do to be. And that's true. So people will just feel like, oh, I'm posting, I'm posting. Can you help me? No, I'm not going to spoon feed you. I'm going to give you the game, but you got to actually play it for yourself. That goes back to what I was saying earlier. Mm -hmm. I do agree that social media has... has contributed to people being lazy. Sometimes that one who seems slow just may need to may need a little push because most of them have great value. That is absolutely true. And I am that cheerleader that's going to push you, but I can't want it more than you. Exactly. But I, I'm just going to say this because I'm a different type of, of leader. I can't push you every day. Everybody had a moments where you got to push them and lift them. I have those. But if mm-hmm. I gotta push you every single day, maybe maybe you're not going in the path that you need to be on. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to be doing something different. Mm-hmm. You know, I can agree that, with that because it has to be a passion. It has yes. to be something that you want, something that you live, breathe, and eat. You know what I'm saying? So it has to be a passion. So absolutely, if it's not your passion, it's just something you just doing. Then hey, it's not gonna work for you at That's all. A very good point you make, Quisha, because I was just talking about that with my son and. I was talking to him about how people always want me to join their team in something. They want me to sell Mary Kay. They want me to sell insurance. They want me to sell, because I am a salesperson. 
But I think what people don't understand is you can't do everything and do it well. Mm-hmm. Because whatever you do, if you're trying to make a life out of it and really live off of, you got to give your whole self to that thing. Your whole self. Yes. So when people look at Gloria Mayfield Banks, for instance, and Mary Kay, she's a multimillionaire off Mary Kay. Well, her whole life is Mary Kay. <laughs> so I mean, if you make your whole life Mary Kay, you can be a multimillionaire too. <laughs> you can't just go and talk to people on days you feel like it. You can't mm-hmm, have true. your business cards on days you feel like your whole life got to be about what you're trying to succeed in. And I think mm-hmm. that's what people don't get. Mm-hmm. You know? um, I agree. Um, uh, and a lot of people um, overcrowd themselves, you know, with this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, you know, like me. <laughs> I, have a lot of, I have a lot of businesses, but um, I don't, I don't make my life consumed with all of them. I have some that are at the forefront that I put and I pour more into. Um, it can be a passion, but some just never been a part of something. So it may benefit to help seriously, because again, they had, they just had a lack of encouragement. Yes. And that's a lot. That's a lot. That's common. A lack of encouragement, which is another reason that I'm here. I am a very motivational type person because it's easy for people to get discouraged and it's not enough people encouraging. Is I know from my from from my personal experience where I when I get discouraged, you know, who's going to hype me up and be my hype man <laughs> because I'm everybody else's, you know, hype man. When I'm discouraged about the things that I'm discouraged about, it's not that many people or it's not that much encouragement to go around, but usually you gravitate towards you know, the other type of people. That's why I gravitate towards Lisa because when I'm not that that hype, bubbly, Pollyanna person that I am every single time, I can usually get it from her whether she knows it or not. Not no. the Pollyanna, you know, but I get Pollyanna. the encouragement. Yeah, I'm going to say, I ain't Pollyanna now. I don't know. <laughs> but what I am is not a quitter. Like, that's right. what I would say two words you will never hear together. Yes, Lisa, me neither. Yeah, never because I'm so tenacious. And, and it's one thing that one of my kids said to me, he was like, mom, growing up, I never seen you want something and not get it. Mm-hmm. And that's just my lifestyle. But I didn't realize how unusual that is. That's unusual. Some people want something their whole life and never get it. But me, mm-hmm. if I want oh. something, I'm going to get that thing. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter how you get it. It doesn't matter yeah. what I have to do. I'm going to get it. Yeah, that's that can be the bad part. That could be the downside. I'm just it funny. could be. It could if you look at it that way. I'm by any means necessary. Whatever it takes. Unfortunately, I'm like that with business and personal. That's the bad part. If I could just take that out yeah. of my personal life, I'd me be too. Because okay. if me I see too. a man I want, I'd be like. What you doing? What's up with you? <laughs> How you doing? Is that your wife or is that Are your you wife's wife? Because <laughs> we can fix that, boo boo. <laughs> hey, Alicia Key said, go get your man. <laughs> Baby, I'm not going to let you suffer when you can be blessed. I'm just saying. So, uh, <laughs> I, y'all know I was going to clown a little bit. He said, I'm smart. We'll see, I'll say. Yes, I got a lot. From also, her also that I forgot to mention yeah. earlier. Thank you, brother. He said, "Don't start, Lisa." Also, what I forgot to mention earlier about my business that I think that I um, set from aside from different other businesses that I also do layaways. So, like, if you, yeah. So, like, if you do see something and you want me to hold it, but you don't have all of the money for it, you can always just give me a partial payment for it. So oh, I, I love that. that part. Yeah. Yeah, I love that's, that because that's that definitely going to set you apart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that helps people because you know everybody needs to be on a budget. You know, exactly. In these times that we're in. Exactly. Okay, that's what's up. So we're going to take a really quick break, and we're going to come back and talk about a little bit about Domestic Violence Awareness Month. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Boss Up Boot Camp and tell everybody where they can find you and where they can support your business. We will be right back, you guys. We're going to take a quick break. Okay.
Hey, it's your girl, Lisa Denae, owner and general manager of Stunner Radio. We are Urban Talk Radio, broadcasting live and pre-recorded shows 24-7 at StunnerRadio.com and all podcast platforms. I'm happy to announce that we are going to be a part of the largest radio and press junket in the state of Texas. That's right. It is the Radio and Press Junket presented by Loud Music. I want to see you there. If you are an artist, you need to be a part of this event. Go to loudmusic.com slash press to get your passes or just click the link in our bio here at Stunner Radio. We're going to be there. Hope to see you there too. Hey guys, we are back. Hey guys, we are back. We'll be in and out because the Astros playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> go Astros! No problem, yeah, Altuve. <laughs> so it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, the month of October. It is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we want to take this time to uh, speak a little bit about those two causes. If you have not gotten a mammogram, ladies, and you are over forty, I would suggest that you go ahead and make an appointment this month. Let this month be a reminder that you need to get a mammogram. Yes, you was going to say something, Quisha? I'm saying, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I, I need to do that. I need to do it. Yeah, I need to do it. I forgot to. I've been doing it since I was 35 because I have a, a history on my maternal side. Um, so I've been doing it since I was 35. But um, I forgot to do it this year. I'm going to have to get that done. Well, I think we all need to get back on track because I had an appointment right before COVID. And then, you know, they shut everything down. They wasn't yeah. doing nothing but COVID, you know. So now that it's kind of easing up, I have to go back and reschedule my mammogram. So mm-hmm. um, everybody, I'm sure everybody is kind of off track with that kind of stuff. So yeah, let's, let's be encouraged. I, I did want to talk a little bit about domestic violence awareness, because unfortunately, I feel like people really don't care about women as much as they should. They don't care about domestic violence as much as they should. If you see somebody beating a dog, it'll be more outrage over that than somebody beating a woman. And I think that is extremely unfortunate. And I think we as women have to speak out against them. We definitely have to, I mean, and not just women, because I know women beat on men too. They do. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have to stand up and say that it's not okay. You know, I think the biggest thing that I learned being an advocate for domestic violence is that there are some people in this world that actually think there are reasons that justify putting your hands on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel like there's nothing. There's no reason mm-hmm. for you to put your hands on somebody except man one. or woman. If they put mm-hmm. their hands on you. If they put their hands, that's it. If you didn't put your that's hands on me, I'm not putting my hands on you. Exactly. And I'm a big advocate about that. As long as you don't touch me, I'm not touching you. I don't care how you get the conversation get. As long as you don't touch me, I'm not touching you. Right. Right. And then I have heard stories with younger people, like it's just a part of their relationship. If they yes. have, it's it's becoming it's becoming yes. that way. It seems yes. it seems like just this this newer generation is just they just have um less if they're more mine, mine, mine and about me, 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 and you know, less about caring about the other person, about how they feel. And the parents are perpetuating it. They're not stopping it. They're not, you know, teaching them any different. Oh, well, if it, if they, you, well, you need to beat them or whatever, you know, if you, if you're not satisfied, if you're, they're basically teaching these children to be entitled and teaching them that if they want something and they're entitled to have it, period. Well, I teach my sons. I have three, I'm a mother of three sons and I teach my sons, you do not ever have a right to put your hands on anyone. Mm-hmm. If they put your, their hands on you and you feel like they can really hurt you and your life in danger, well, then you got a right to defend yourself. Exactly. But if it's, if, if it's a person that you know they hit you, you know you're not in danger of dying, just get away from them. It's not exactly. even worth it. Just leave the situation, leave it alone, and don't go back to it. And for me, I think the biggest problem with domestic violence in my life was the fact that I always wanted to give a person a chance to change, but I had to learn the hard way. People don't change. People are who they are. Very they few do. People change. do, Very but they rarely change. do. They rarely change. Rarely yeah, and we, change. And we have to teach each other how to recognize red flags, whether it be men or women, because when you're on a date with somebody or you're getting to know somebody, or if your children are dating and getting to know someone, 
if they have a history of putting their hands on somebody, that's a huge red flag. Absolutely. And sometimes people will say, well, she talked too much or the reason why I hit her was because she hit me. That's not There's a reason. no reason to put your hands on nobody. So mm-hmm. as part of domestic violence awareness, what do you guys, what is the first thing that comes in your mind when you hear that somebody was killed by their partner? Well, me personally, um, growing up as a kid, um, I've witnessed that a lot in my family from the men in my family. And I always said that as a kid, I always knew that, hey, whenever I do get grown and I have a man or whatever, yeah, that's not happening. I'm not playing that. And to this day, yeah, I don't play that. So when I do hear stuff like that, it makes me really, really sad and I hate that they didn't cry out for help or have someone to talk to or, you know, just say encourage them to leave the situation slowly but surely or just let them, hey, wake up and see what's going on before that situation even happened. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I feel sad. And I feel sad because um, I think that a lot of times women do, you know, cry out for help. But, you know, it's these phrases that these people, oh, she must like it. She haven't left. Oh, uh, she she don't really want to leave. And when people when you when you're met with that, it makes it that much harder to leave because you don't have anybody in your corner. And you feel like already you already feel like, you know, depending on who the person is, you may feel like that nobody's going to believe you. You may feel and they're already in your head telling you you deserve it, telling you that you can't do better, telling you what. What, what you gonna do? What what's gonna happen? You ain't gonna be able to survive without me. Ain't nobody gonna want you. Those types of things, and not have another person that's not there to say those. Oh well, you must like it, or oh, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, until you're there, you don't know. I used to be that same. That would never be me. If that was me, I would sit there and get my beat my head beat in until my mind got right, because that's exactly what happened. When you're in the situation, it's completely different. Well, it's completely. It's different because people are different. And that's what people Mm -hmm. don't understand. When you're in an intimate relationship, you know that person or you think you do. So it's not like they just start out kicking you down. They just start on a first day slapping you across your face. It's gradual. Yeah, it is gradual. gradual Mm -hmm. And then when you know them and you love them, you just, you first of all, it's shock. You can't believe it. So you think to yourself, I I don't think this was real. I don't think he really meant to do that Mm because he can't be that crazy. So you try to rationalize it and give them a chance to get it right because you believe in your in your heart that they would never hurt you but what happens is you have to learn for me i had to learn it's something that sam made a comment he said he had to break the cycle in his family that's what i had to learn some people come from a family where all they know is violence yeah and if that's how they communicate that's how they react to things if they punching walls and breaking stuff when they get mad that's learned behavior. Mm-hmm. That's not what you can do with that, but separate yourself from that person. And unfortunately, women, we're nurturers. So we try to nurture the person back to a healthy outlook. Oh, let's yeah. not, you know, let's 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 talk about it. Let's try something different. But once a person is full grown, you gotta understand you can't re-raise them. Right. You know, they're they're grown. So um I want to read Sam's comment. He said, because I went through it with a woman I lived with for 10 years, but I couldn't leave her daughter there with her. So I stayed till the child graduated. Most said I was crazy, but it made me see a lot. So I Sam, mean, were you the one getting abused or something? Because that's what it sounds like. It wasn't my child, but I couldn't leave her. I think he was the one getting abused and he knew this lady was abusive, so he didn't want to leave the child in that situation. And I say that is that is noble. That probably saved that child from a lot of pain. But at the same time, yeah, he says I did. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. At the same time, everybody don't make it out of so, those type of situations. You know, Lisa and I, from being advocates in this field, we have seen people that was advocates die at the hands of somebody they loved, at the hands of a family member. So it's, it's very hard for you know, us, it's very hard for me. It's very hard for me to a- encourage somebody to stay in anything. 
because yeah, me too. To be your last day. Yeah, me too. Because I'm, 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 I'm like, look, I can't tell you what to do. You know, that's your husband or your man or whatever. But hey, it's not healthy. It's right. not going anywhere. It's not healthy, and your life is more important than than them putting their hands on you. Absolutely. Your life is way more important. Yes. And trust and believe me, it's plenty more fish out there in the sea. It's a big fish. It's a big sea. Taste your fish them out there. It's a lot of them. Trust <laughs> yes. me. Yes. Now you talking my language. I can't see it now, but trust me, it'll come. God will bring them. God will bring them to you. That's for sure. <laughs> That's what I always say. It's too many men out there to be with it's a man. Too many. It's too many. It's too many. Life is a lesson short for bad sex. Right there is a lesson for what you know that you don't want to go through anymore, or you right. know that you are better than that. So the next person will be the reason because of that lesson that you learned. Mm-hmm. That man know, might be in Antigua, right, Lisa? Okay. Might be oh, in Antigua. <laughs> Antigua or Barbuda, Barbuda, whatever he said. <laughs> yes, Lord, y'all tune in to Travel Talk Tuesday because they got all the juice on the island, man. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I want to speak really briefly about verbal abuse because oh, I mean, that's real. it doesn't get enough attention. A lot of people feel like, oh, he didn't hit you. But things that people say last and they live with you longer than being hit. Yes, I'm still, I'm still, I am am very much a witness to that. My first husband was so verbally abusive. He was so verbally abusive. Some of the things that he said to me, and he has passed away. Some of the things that he has, that he said to me still are still like in there. And my husband would be like, no and i'm just like you sure (laughs) and he's like no it's not that's not that's not that it's not true just things that he said to me make me obsessive about some things that that they just wasn't true he was just saying those things to to make me feel less than what i was because i've Mm -hmm. always had confidence i -hmm. haven't had as much confidence as i have now in a long time because of that when I, I used to be, when I was in high school, oh, I wasn't nothing nice, honey. You were lucky to be in my presence. And if you if you didn't understand it, I was going to tell you. Yeah. And when I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, being around the industry, not industry, but those circles of advocates, one thing you will find out is you will be surprised at how many high achieving women, how many overachieving women, end up in, in domestic violence relationships because sometimes people see that confidence. They see that self-esteem and they feel like, oh, I need to bring her down a little bit. They see mm-hmm. those accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they see those accomplishments and feel like, oh, she thinks she all that. Uh, I'm going to get to her and I'm going to pull her all the way down because mm-hmm. it happened to me. It happened me to too. me when I was young and yeah, when I, I was really young. was called black so much that I really thought I was very dark skinned. It's nothing wrong with being dark skinned. But it's just an example and showed me that if somebody tell you something long enough, you will start to believe it. Believe it. Yeah. And that's why I feel like it's important to talk about verbal abuse when it comes to children, when it comes to relationships, even friendships. You know, I know that a lot of people are okay with calling each other names, especially black people. We'll call each other a nigga in a minute, a bitch in a minute or whatever. But sometimes we have to put some boundaries on that. Mm-hmm. Because, I agree with that. Yeah, because the things you say to people, even though you may say it in a joking way, it lasts and it, it lives with them for a long time. You know, people will say an offhanded uh, compl- uh, compliment like, oh, wow, you're so pretty for a big girl. OK, don't tell me that. I'm just pretty. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because they know that that last part of the compliment is going to stay with you. It's backhanded. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So I feel like women and, and men, everybody, and even my children, I teach them. I told y'all on one of my previous shows where I, I was just talking to my my baby boy and I said, oh, you need to slow down on the snacks, babe. You're getting a little thicky thick. He said, mom, don't body shame me. And I was like, <laughs> okay, 11 year old. <laughs> I wasn't mad because I taught him to stand up for himself. I taught exactly. him and it really checked me because I was like, oh, okay. I didn't even realize that I was realize doing it. Yeah. 
So that's why we got to teach people young. We got to teach them young because what happens is people will get you young when you're still yep. forming and still developing until you ain't no good, you fat, you're not uh, attractive, you don't know what you're doing. And then, like you said, Lisa, it will follow you for years. Yeah. And you'll be trying to overcompensate for something that you ain't even lacking in. Yes. Or yeah. if you have kids, nobody's not going to want you with this amount of kids and this, this, that, and the other. Yep. Girl. I was my told that too. Said, <laughs> me too. My ex-husband said that to me when I was pregnant. Mine my too. My, well, he not said, my husband, but my kid's dad. Yeah, he told me that too. Yeah, he said, you already got two boys and you finna have this third. Uh, so I know you're not going to leave me because ain't nobody going to want you. But see, what he didn't know is that I was too, I was over that stage in my life. You, you ain't yeah. going to tell me nothing. So I said, yeah. Negro, I don't care if I got 12 kids and cellulite from here to Georgia. I'm always going to pull a man, baby. Hmm. Because not only am I beautiful, I'm smart as hell. So who mm -hmm. don't want that? So I'm not even exactly. I ever didn't I get that I wanted. Looking like I look at how I used to look, like when I was 400 pounds, doesn't matter. The only man I ever did not get that I wanted was T.I. And I'm still coming. <laughs> and you still don't want coming. <laughs> when you get him, you're going to realize. Yeah, when you get him, you're going to be like, Tiny, come get <laughs> come get come, come on, get it. Come on, get him. I'm come finished. <laughs> Clifford. <laughs> yes. But thank you guys so much. We are so close to being out of time. Thank y'all so much for being on the show. I want to, you know, reiterate that the boss Thanks of for having me. I can't wait to see your, your stuff on next Saturday. I want to reiterate to everybody, it's Saturday, October 23rd, the Boss Up Bootcamp. We have wonderful speakers. This is the inaugural event for Lisa the Boss Lady, but don't think it's the last one, honey, because she's not sitting near you. <laughs> yeah, we're already planning the next one. Hey. That's what's up. So you guys know that on Lisa Dene Live, I try to do, you know, some fun things here and there. And in honor of Halloween, Friday, we're going to be doing Freaky Friday. So we're going to be using the, not that type of freaky. <laughs> well, that type of freaky is for after the show, you know what I'm saying? After party. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that part. <laughs> We're going to be using the Reface app for Freaky Friday. So you guys join me every Friday. Download the Reface app. Have some fun with your girl. I'm going to show you my latest Reface as we celebrate the Halloween month with Freaky Friday. Here we go. like putting your face on other people's bodies as much as I do. Join <laughs> us for Freaky Friday with the Reface app. Download the Reface app and join me. Put your Reface photos or videos in the comments of this show. If you're watching the replay, let me see your videos. Let me see your Damn photos for Freaky Friday, you guys. I want to thank my very special guest, of course, Lisa the Boss Lady is not a guest, but she's a guest tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and CEO of Glamorous Trendsetters, Quisha Hamilton. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, guys. I really enjoyed it. I'm like, dang, we finished already. <laughs> I know. We were so just getting fast. started. <laughs> I know. It always goes by so fast. But yes. anything that you guys want to leave our viewers and listeners with um, about anything, just what, whatever's on your heart. Quisha, I'm going to start with you. Um, I'm, I just want to say strive for what you want in life. Um, don't let anyone tell you any different. Um, you know, just 
go for what you want, go for what you know. And in the month of um, the awareness for, um, I got I got a brain freeze, for the awareness, for the awareness month of abuse, um, I just want to say to always keep your head up to God and always focus on yourself. Don't let anyone tell you anything different or make you feel any less of the person that you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lisa the boss lady. Um, I definitely do want to um say for domestic violence awareness, please, please be aware that anything that you're doing that is hurting you is an abusive relationship. It doesn't matter if it's with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, your cousin, whoever it is. If it is something that is hurting you and you're pouring all of you into something that is just hurting you and you're getting nothing in return but hurt, it's an abusive relationship and it is okay to walk away from it. Doesn't matter who it is. Love you more. Absolutely, absolutely. What a segue into the video that we're leaving with Love Myself More by your girl Lisa Denae. I want to dedicate this episode of my show to Carmen Hendricks and Kenneth Tucson. You know, the pain just never go away when you lose somebody to domestic violence. And no matter how many times I say their names, every time I say their names, it hurts because I feel like they should be here. So you, guys, so you guys, so you guys, I want to encourage y'all to take it seriously. It's no joke. Please do. If you are in an abusive relationship, the last fight could be your literally your last fight. Exactly. So I want to encourage you to take it seriously. If you need help, get help. Seek help. We're going to leave you with my video, Love Myself More. I thank y'all so much for coming in. I will see you next week. Boy, you don't.
Are you looking for ways to take your business to the next level? Well, Houston, we have a solution. The Boss Up Bootcamp is here to help you level up. Join Lisa the Boss Lady and her amazing roster of speakers that will give you the inside scoop on turning your side hustle into multiple streams of income. This is your year to level up, but don't delay. Register now before it's sold out. Visit www.lisathebosslady.com to register for this event and for more information. That's Lisa, L-Y-S-A, T-H-A, bosslady.com. Remember, you got to be in it to win it. So register today and don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you.